And that's called aerobics. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That's a <laughs> oh that's an old joke. It's from a month ago, but it's still. Now it's a trigger, though. Now yeah. everyone knows my weakness, and they're going to go for it. They know it. I'm on to you. This is like a room full of schoolboys. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. I have been uh, going to Revwell in the mornings on Tuesdays and Thursdays there at Living Streams uh, with Tammy. Tammy. And, and, and Tammy's powerful. Now, when I say powerful, I mean she's like Wrong, wrong power. Wrong woman, yes. And but she's kid. also very compassionate and very, very you know, I have the diastasis recti, so yeah. you know, she's worked with me on Crazy. things not to do. Yep. And it's amazing after I had the class uh with uh, one of your instructors, actually via the computer, yeah. via uh, um Skype. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't Skype, but it was WebEx, one of those yeah. programs. Just stopping doing the things that were Harming hurting you. it. Mm-hmm improved me so much that I didn't have I did the half marathon uh the London Bridge half we cut almost 18 minutes off our time no back pain no back pain and that's after a three and a half hour car ride back wow. now think about that you do a half yeah run to the shower go eat and get in the car yeah that's not yeah. what you're supposed to right. do wow and still now granted we stopped several times uh-huh. to make sure I said to Mary we're going to get out of the car every half hour whether we think we need it or not. <laughs> Good for you. But nonetheless, yeah. I, I got up Sunday morning. We went for a, a one-hour hike, and it's yeah. just like, okay, are you I'm do, in. Are you I'm doing so the exercises in. to strengthen it, though, that you're properly I, I, supposed yeah, to Yeah, well, part of it has to do with even just sitting here. That's I'm right. thinking That's about right. my I'm doing transverse it right now. Abs, Let's do it together. Uh, right is. now, and, and, <laughs> and literally uh, during the, the rev well, even though everybody is at their own place, Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Uh, there, there's nobody going, hey, keep up, keep up. Never. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that's the thing I want to express. Yeah. You heard, uh, you, you heard Elisa's heart last week on Hope Fest and, you know, the uh, working poor and homeless out there just moving around. Yeah, just move. Just move. And that, this, we got to move. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that in the nearly two years that we've been doing this, Elisa, we've never actually heard all of your story in one concise form. Oh, my gosh. And I was thinking about that. kind of knew we might talk about this today. And that's a tough one because <laughs> it's such a long story. But and, and part of it is, you know, people think, oh, well, I'm too old to, for God to use me to do this. Or, or mm. it, you, you think, well, all this that I've learned is now going to waste. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, people, Amen. God has created you for a purpose. Yeah. And I don't care what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. He can restore what the locust has eaten. Amen. Period. That's right. Plus, he will surprise you. Things that you did that were in preparation of of what you're going to be doing, uh, you can put it together. You can get out the paper. You can do the Ben Franklin clothes, the pros (laughs) and the cons and all this, and he'll surprise you. He will say, no, here's what it's really about. And then it makes sense, and it's like joy. Yeah. Well, and that's a lot of my story. I did my whole life, kind of grew up um, tomboy, and loved loved activity and fitness. At age 14, took my first... Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) She almost said the other one. The first fitness class, first group fitness class in the 80s. You you know what word I was maybe going to use. But I lay there at the end of class, and I was in a, this, my family was in a kind of not a great place either, and 
just kind of had that felt feeling of being alone in my life. And I lay there in the, the floor at the end of the cool down. I just thought, whatever that woman just did, I want to do that. So I did. I began kind of pursuing fitness to know fitness, to understand fitness, understand my body, training my body. No Jesus, though. I'm just kind of going through life. And then in my young 20s um, at ASU, I realized I'd like to try to teach classes. I went and auditioned, and I knew nothing. I knew goose egg about teaching a class. I just thought, I think I can do this. Isn't that so bold of me? Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> one one piece here I, I want to to clarify or find out about because I just know some of your personal. Did you ever do any cheerleading in high school? Oh, yes. I did I mean, cheerleading for just sure. Say, I mean, and th- I, this is an important part of the ultimate. That's a whole other story. I know, we but still the. I spend a whole day on my cheerleader but audition. The, but the but. cheerleading thing is a, is a component of what God has you at yeah, now. For so sure. For sure. Yeah. I've, I'm exhorting and encouraging. It comes naturally for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, went into college, taught some fitness there. And then okay, it, you taught fitness. How did you end up teaching fitness and you don't know anything? I know. I just thought I could. Mm-hmm. It was a bold move that I thought, I think I can Until do Until somebody tells you you can't, Then right? I went, I auditioned. I went to teach a class and they literally bring like four people that you've got to teach that I've never seen in my life. And I got up there to teach and they were running into each other. <laughs> it was a mess. It was embarrassing to say the least. And it's, it's surprising that I didn't crawl up and say, oh my God, I'll never do that. But the woman who allowed me to audition... Uh, worked for the rec center at ASU and she saw something in me Mm. and she said I'd like I I see something in you let me polish you let me train you so she taught me which is now what I do with instructors now I teach instructors how to teach which is why I love it when I get 60 year old women Mm -hmm. 55 year old women they go I don't know why I'm here what I'm doing but they're learning and it's never too late to learn to step into the call Mm -hmm. so I did that and then I but I was pursuing it very worldly did fitness competitions restricted my diet, made my body as ripped as could possibly mm-hmm. be, controlled it, consumed, and it was just, ugh. Now, and this was the late 80s, early 90s? Late, early 90s. Early, early 90s, 90s, and yeah. that's when the the uh, the new wave of bodybuilding was coming through. This is the before the CrossFit stuff, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. It, but it was post- Aerobics, aerobic, but it, yeah. they were into the power stuff totally. and, and the and the body image and you know being yeah. able to do a science class from yeah. you know the bodybuilding competition. Yeah, yeah, and well, they started that new also um, category called um, fitness. It was a fitness category, so the women because the women kept getting bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and yep. bigger, and I was like, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. So I started doing the fitness category, but even then. I didn't do well because I couldn't do a round off. I couldn't do a back handspring. It was very gymnastic. You were not a gymnast. I was never a gymnast, which is so crazy because I begged my parents to go to gymnast school, mm. and they never let me. And the truth is, I look back now, had I been a gymnast, I would have conquered in the fitness world. I think I would have went crazy good. But the Lord, I just never knew it. I never could excel and compete with the best. So I kind of gave that up and taught fitness, but then got married, and Jesus just my in my sadness in my place of desperate need of wanting more than what the what I had on the outside I um that ran into Jesus or he ran into mm. me and then I thought what does fitness have to do with what does fitness have to do with Jesus I didn't get it and I remember a woman who was kind of mentoring me in my early early baby walk with Christ she said well you know they do have this thing called Christian oh my gosh I'm gonna say the word again Christian uh, aerobics, aerobics. They play Christian music. Yes. So, yeah, uh, I, I do have some background in that because I used to remix the tapes before all this technology that you have now to get the tapes on beat. Yes. You yeah, would have to, yeah, it yeah. kind of had to go to a studio yeah, to be, yeah. you couldn't just do it on the computer. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually did some tapes, you know, I'd do 20s and 30s <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 
So I thought, I looked at her and I said, that <laughs> is stupid and I will never do that. Yeah. And God's going, got it. Got That's, it. I know totally. exactly what I'm going to ever do now. And I just began to give him my heart more with the look at fitness and the look at my desires and how he's made. And I was actually started, he started to peel my eyes back um, for like, what is fitness really about? What is, what is this quest really about? And I started to see my clients eyes more as they were people wanting more than just to get in shape. There was more behind their desire to get fit. So there, I started seeing my heart would break when they would gain the weight back or when they would not succeed and go away in shame and just that cycle. It felt very, it just was hopeless a little Mm -hmm. bit. So I started asking the Lord more, please tell me what this is about. And that's when he started to really open my eyes to see poverty and not just poverty as in, oh, we, what we think of poverty as in, I don't have enough food. I don't have enough money, whatever. It was poverty of spirit. And so then he also created my heart to be very, I am for the underdog because I'm a cheerleader. So you root, you root until Mm -hmm. the very end. It's not over till it's over. And so when I see someone on a street corner, when I see someone on a park bench, when I see someone who is crying because they've lost, whatever, they've lost their job or we think, you know, when I hear of suicides, when I hear of these crazy things that happen, I think, why, why, why? When there's hope, there's Mm -hmm. always hope, which is why Hope Fest was crazy good for me. So I began to kind of go, this is a bigger battle. And I entered in fully and I put through my hat in the ring and I said, all right, Lord, show me, go ahead and show me. So it's been just a walk, seven years, eight years now, just day by day, walking it out. Well, and to, to kind of tie in how God works globally and locally mm-hmm. uh, in our hearts and in our families and in our communities, uh, one of my heart desires with the radio program Koinonia, that's mm-hmm. the whole point is community, us all together. And I originally thought fitness is a part of this, even though I'm not fit, yeah. I, I know that's got to be a part I'm of it. So and uh just yesterday the radio station we rebranded, you know, we're now Faith Talk thirteen sixty. Uh mm-hmm. and one of our slogans is hope is always on. Oh, I love that. Hope so is always on. It is it is that's who we want to be. Yeah. Now, see, and that's how how did, you know, I find you mm. two years ago or not quite two years ago? Mm-hmm. Well, God knew. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, when I three or four years ago designed in my head, in my heart, the idea for this radio show, and I was a station engineer. I worked on transmitters. I hadn't been mm-hmm. close to a microphone on a regular basis for six years yeah. when I got the idea for this program. God has taken this, and it's not about me. It's about him and his desire yeah. for people to know that you're created with a purpose. purpose. God has a plan Amen. for you. That's right. And you do not know what that plan is. Mm-hmm. If you think you do, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I can almost mm-hmm. assure you, if mm-hmm. you think you know what it is, mm-hmm. you're probably wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even in my best desire, but my best conception of the idea, I still have to be so open for the pillar and the mm-hmm. fire to move because I do not know. And that's such a great way to remember it. Mm-hmm. You know, his people were wandering in the wilderness. They had given everything over. They were completely mm-hmm. vulnerable. Think about how vulnerable they mm-hmm. truly were. Mm-hmm. They relied for food, for water, mm-hmm. enemies, protect I mean, all of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know where to go. Just follow the flame. Follow Mm -hmm. the smoke. Mm -hmm. And one other thing we learned at Jesus at the core is that 
It's a long and narrow road. In the same direction. In the same direction. Do not be pulled to the left, to the right. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes focused on the Creator and His Son, and you will make it home. Amen. And you will make it with great joy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, Gosh, this is fun. Can we just do this? I think we could do this. Oh, wait, that is what I get to do. (laughs) I get to do this all the time. All right. uh, Make sure, tell us where all you can be found online. Come on over to the website at revelationwellness.org. And you'll find videos for the uh, YouTube blog. You've got face. There's so much to do. There's a lot of free stuff. And, uh, well, we're going to, I'm doing another half marathon next month. No. Isn't that cool? And then rim to him in October. I can't wait. I'm going to be skinny by then. (laughs) Don't eat this.